SoCal QOL, happy Saturday. It is Saturday and we are hopefully relaxing. If you're not relaxing and you're hustling, even better. But the weekend is a time to rejuvenate for most of us, to recharge and hopefully spend time with friends and family. But for others, it's actually you know, a Monday, it's a, it's a regular weekday because a lot of businesses function on the weekends and the weekends are, are good ways to make money and all that good stuff. But if you aren't working and you're listening to this podcast, or maybe you are at work and you're listening to this podcast, what's up today? We are going to be talking about our, I think it's our second or third time with this series, but Small Business Saturday. And essentially, we had another question asked from a a fellow listener that it was basically talking about what's the deal with this passive income I keep hearing about? And I thought it was a great question, slash, we love to answer your questions. So uh, before we go any further, if you do have a question, please hit us up on Twitter at SoCalQOL. You can also email us, SoCalQOL at gmail.com or any of other platform handles that we have, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. You can DM us, all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, we honestly have a good amount of stuff for passive income. But what we're going to also try to do is kind of um, destroy any thought of passive income being something that is just kind of handed to you and or a quick fix to making a living because that's really not the case and we're gonna you're gonna find out really quickly why I say that but to some people like a lot of entrepreneurs if you use passive income it's as a term you could, it could be a trigger word for them. And it could be something that they look at you and go, well, you're just lazy and you don't want to make money. But I think for the most people that use that term, the way they're thinking of it is they want to be able to generate money and have money work for you without you having to, you know, physically wake up and make it happen. Or, you know, just simply have your money work for you or have your money make money. And so that's the, the, the thought process that we have uh, coming into this conversation and to discuss more about passive income and all that good stuff. So hopefully that sets the tone. If, uh, if you're one of the formers who thinks passive income is a, is a, a bad thing and it's a trigger word for you, uh, we totally understand. We totally get it. And we're not here to promote you know, just making money for nothing and, and basically taking advantage of, you know, somebody or some industry. Uh, it's not about that. It's, it's going to be the latter. It's going to be seeing an opportunity, being able to sustain a valid business model and or income stream off of it and allowing ourselves to reap those rewards and not being ashamed to, to take it. And, uh, you know, but obviously, you know, reinvest it somewhere else, somewhere else in the economy or in, uh, other parts of our lives, uh, maybe other family members or friends, 
that we see worth investing into all that good stuff so ba-boom so passive income essentially when we think about that latter scenario is there's a lot of people out there that that literally just need to still have the same income they have right now but they want to have more time with family and friends they want to be able to take more trips maybe have a few more weekdays off um, or you, maybe even it's just like getting off a little bit early during the week or on the weekends. And that's totally understandable. I totally get that. And I, I think it's something that is going to help you put, you know, life in perspective and, you know, how much money you actually need to make to, to justify the job you have or the amount of time you spend at your job. And another, another subject that I'm sure I'll talk about in the future, but it's basically like that extra couple thousand bucks a year, you know, maybe it's 10,000, maybe it's, you know, a hundred thousand. But at the end of the day, if it takes away from your happiness and your wellness and your quality of life, odds are it's probably not worth it. If it takes you away from your kids and your family, even though that's probably what you're trying to make the extra money for, then it's probably not worth it. So when we think about passive income, we think about a, a stream of income that's there regardless of if we wake up that day and and inevitably you know you know clock in and then clock out so um you know this is kind of like a watered down version of passive income but it's something that i think about because i think it's it's worth mentioning and i think it's worth uh, you know, putting in this category, even though I've mentioned it many other places, but selling stuff on eBay, you guys, or selling stuff anywhere online where you put something up, you post it, you say what the price is that you want. You know, you know, you maybe have a, you have a, or best offer, uh, you know, tagline or option. But the idea is that if I, every, let's say every Saturday or every Sunday, I essentially took a couple hours out of my day to to put some you know some things out uh, some things up online that are from my house. Odds are, at some point, maybe not that week, maybe not that month, even maybe it takes a couple months, but someone is probably going to want that thing and they're going to request to buy it. Now, that to me feels like free money. You didn't spend any money buying the thing. The only time that it took to put it up was months ago and you probably forgot about it and you probably didn't even, you know, think about it or register it as wasted time when you were doing it. You were just like, hey, I should put this up online. And depending on what the item is, it might be a collectible, it might be vintage, it might be something that's, you know, worth a couple hundred bucks. Who knows? Um, I've only, I think I've only sold something for like I think the most I ever sold something for was like a hundred bucks, 125 bucks. And it was, uh, it was actually a map, one of those old school, like pull down maps that you would see in, in a classroom. And you know, it was a, it was a, a, a grandmother who had grandkids and they loved maps. And she was like, I really want that map. And I actually brought two just in, just in case that she wanted it, you know? But inevitably, what happened was I brought the two. She liked both of them. She said, what can you do for me? I said, I'll sell them both for you for 200 bucks. And she wrote me a check. And that was it. It probably took 
20 minutes out of my day. And, you know, other than the time it took to actually sell it, but that's not time that I had to put in to making that money. I had to put in the time to post it. I had to put in time to return her text message or her email or her phone call. But at the end of the day, the time it took me to post it, take the pictures, and obviously I had to store it somewhere, so I threw it in my garage. I literally tossed it like against the wall, no. And then by the time I got uh, notified, you know, it was probably an extra 10 minutes of conversation. And then the time it took me to drive over to the place to meet her, which was right down the street from my house, it was another 10 minutes. So within, let's just be generous. Let's say an hour, okay? A total of an hour's worth of my time, of my whole, you know, my existence, you know, I made $200. And you do the math. Is, is a $200 profit with an hour of my time worth it? And I think we'd all agree, yes. So when I sit back and I think about passive income, I really do feel like that's the beginning start of passive income. You, you invest in something, you invest your time, and then after a certain amount of, of hours or days or months or even you know maybe years, uh, when we start talking about more things, that'll make more sense. But that, that, that time frame, after that certain time frame's gone by, my time that I invested into that, or you know, maybe my money too, like maybe I had to buy something. But the whole point is that reaped way more money than I could have, you know, had done with that amount of time doing something else. You know, the only other thing I can think about, I'm trying to think right now, like the only other time I've made that much money in that short amount of time is either worship leading for a church. Because uh, services are about an hour, hour and a half. Um, so not including like rehearsal time and stuff. You know, it was about 200 bucks an hour. Or, you know, recording a live album. They pay you really well because you have to go to rehearsals. You have to travel. You have to, you know, do the recording. And so, you know, that that in that span of time, I might have made $200 an hour. But... To, to be able to sell something online with something that I didn't even necessarily like want to sell. I don't wake up going, oh, I really want to sell a map today. But I, 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 I can imagine that someone would. And I find a, a value in providing a service like that. And, and it made me happy. It made them happy. It's a win-win. And so, like I said, this is a very watered-down version of passive income. But... I think it's worth mentioning because it just puts things in perspective, I feel. So if you're thinking passive income and you put in, if you did one thing a day on eBay or Craigslist or whatever, the amount of time that it took you to do that and the amount of time that you'll make is definitely gonna be more than you spending time doing other things that have no value and don't make any money and are just really a a pipe dream for you for you to pretend like you could make money off of it. And I'm guilty of it too. Believe me, I've thought of many ideas that I thought were going to make me lots of money. And yet here I am, you know, talking about selling stuff on eBay <laughs> as a as a profitable way of making making even a living. You could make a living selling stuff on eBay. 
let's not let's not degrade that type of income but anyway so as the first introduction to passive income i'm mentioning ebay and or any other thing online you know if you you might think that passive income could be doing garage sales or you know because all you got to do is set it up and you just sit there uh, and you wait for the money to come in but i think at this point people are gonna be like but scott when i say passive income i mean you know i want to just either invest in something or set something up and i just want it to work and then once it works boom it's gonna make me money and you just only have to spend a certain amount of time setting it up um when I first started thinking about entrepreneurial stuff, I was reading a lot of uh, Robert Kiyosaki books. Um, other than like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he's got a few others that are just monumental. The um, Cash Flow Quadrant's a good one. Um, I think that's a book, but if it's not a book, it's also a, a diagram that you can read about. Um, but other than, yeah, Robert introducing just new ideas to me, um, you know, I started thinking about, okay, yeah, let's think about passive income. So I thought about things like going to, or like basically buying, uh, you know, some garage. Uh, when I say garage, I mean like those structures. So the structures that are like parking garages, and essentially you are the one who provides the the ticket dispenser and or the you know ability for people to park and pay for a certain location. So you basically lease it out to a company. And maybe you charge a certain fee and then by you setting it up and make and maintaining it you might have to hire someone to go check it out every once in a while but at the end of the day it costs a certain amount of money to operate and you're gonna make a certain amount of money and as long as it's above what you pay for it you're happy because you're making some money it's passive the only thing you need to do is make sure it just keeps functioning so other than that I also thought about like vending machines uh, you know, vending machines seem super old school, but depending on the location, you know, if it's a, if it's a, you know, office building and the bathrooms have tons of people that come in and out and they need cologne or they need, you know, I don't think they sell cigarettes anymore, but you know, breath mints, little snacks, whatever. And all you got to do is pay for the initial investment of the vending machine like I said, you hire someone else to go and check it out and restock and, you know, like you get excited about it because you you want to sell things that you think are going to work and then they don't work. And then you realize that the only thing selling is the most random things. And and uh, lo and behold, you make a good business out of it. And but uh, you'll you'll realize right away that these these things that I'm introducing are very, very expensive. Um, you know, garage, parking garage attendant things are tens of not, I mean, they're thousands of dollars, but they could be in the 20s or 30,000s of dollars. Um, vetting machines are a little bit cheaper, but they're still not cheap. Um, you know, roughly five to $10,000, even if you get a used one, I don't think I found any for less than like 1500 to a thousand or to 2000, something like that. And then obviously, yeah, you got to think about the stocking and, and all that good stuff. But um, so that was like my first initial thought of passive income. Um, at the end of the day, too, uh, you could think of gold. Gold is uh, an interesting scenario because you could invest in something like gold. You could pay a certain amount for it. And if it goes up, obviously, you're going to make money. It's quote unquote 
somewhat passive. Um, but obviously that's going to fluctuate depending on the economy. Right now it's in this like weird level where you're going to buy it and it's going to kind of stay around the same price for a while. Uh, but once you hear about the economy going down, stock market going down, you hear about the U.S. dollar losing its reputation and losing its value, uh, that's going to be the time when it actually shoots up. And so if, if you know, you spending this extra money that you have not to invest in something like, you know, a vending machine or a parking garage attendant box uh, and you have enough money to invest in gold, I think that's worth doing, especially right now, because at this point it's at the lowest it's been in a very, very long time. The stock market, we're actually, we're in a recession, even though a lot of people don't like to admit it, but it, the, the numbers don't lie. Um, and, you know, once it's actually noticeable in the US dollar and in the actual stock market and the rest of the economy, the reputation of gold is going to go up and the reputation of the US uh, dollar economy stock market is going to go down. So that might be an option for you. Um, the other main thing as far as passive income goes is to invest in something like uh, real estate. You know, real estate is obviously the most probably expensive thing that you could do, but this is the this is like the the tried and true. Like if you're really going to get serious with it and you really want to think about investing in in something as far as passive incomes goes, then this is basically what you're going to want to do. Um, granted even for me, like my wife and I are waiting for the right opportunity to to jump in, but you know, we live in a triplex. So the way the triplex thing goes, the way the um, I'm trying to remember the phrase now, but uh, house hacking is how they, what they kind of call it on the streets. But with, to house hack, essentially what you do is you buy a property like a triplex or a, uh, a fourplex, and it might not be in Southern California, that's for damn sure, but if you get it anywhere else, essentially what you're gonna do is you're gonna buy the property and you're gonna live in one of the units. Then you're gonna charge enough rent for all the other apartments and, and obviously if it doesn't work out and you charge too much, then maybe you don't live in it. Maybe you just rent a place because you don't really want to buy the place you live in because that doesn't make it an asset. It makes a liability because now you have to pay for it. Now when you, when you buy a piece of property, when you buy a house or a triplex or a fourplex that you're going to end up renting out, other people are going to pay your mortgage. And the only thing you really owe is to the bank. And every month, you're going to owe them a certain amount of money. Now, if you charge enough money for the, the property to the tenants, and it's either at the price that you need to pay back the mortgage every month to the bank, or above, whatever you make above is free money. You don't get charged income tax on that. It's literally money in your pocket. Sometimes you might have to reinvest it into the property, but the idea is that it's passive because you don't have to work for it. It's just gonna be coming in no matter what. And obviously there's realities. There's, you know, there's disasters that could happen. There's 
um, you know, maintenance, there's just other costs and you know, that's a reality. But the idea is that you don't just do it with one property. You, you end up doing it with multiples. So by the time you get to your third, fourth, fifth, 12th, 20th property, even if you're only making $25 a month extra on those properties, 25 times 20 is, is a car payment. Uh, you know, 25 uh, times 50 is maybe even a life insurance policy or, you know, your, your kid's college tuition. Um, 25 times 100 could be, you know, another property. You could basically be, afford, be able to afford another property or be able to pay for your own house that you live in. So the idea is that if you want passive income with something like real estate, uh, you know, that mentality is going to work when you're using, and here's the kicker. If you can get it to a point where you don't have to even invest your own money, you know, maybe, (coughs) excuse me, maybe there's a a tax write-off, maybe there's a tax credit, maybe there's a VA loan, Maybe you've never done an FHA loan. There's just little things like that that can come up and the right opportunity can lead you to basically make a great investment into a rental property and that could inevitably basically pay for itself. So essentially you're just the middleman, but you're the middleman that has the name on all of the property or all the credit. And by credit, I mean good credit, like the credit that you want to take when someone gets kudos for something cool. So yeah, long story short, the bank pays for the property, even if you have to put a little bit money down, or if you only have to put down three and a half percent, or you get a crazy tax credit or whatever, you work it out to where it's basically like a a free down payment. All you really need to worry about is how to fill the tenants uh, or how to, you know, how to get tenants into the property and and from there it's it's smooth sailing quote unquote obviously super intimidating to get into um initially but i think once you get the hang of it it could work out in your favor um but yeah the once again the idea is that you do not live in the property unless it's a triplex or fourplex and that way you can still afford to you know have the the property and have it be rented out, but you're also not spending money. You're not spending your own money. The The only thing in that situation that could happen, which actually might be better for you, is that they're basically paying for your rent and you have a day job, which ends up being, you know, the money that you, you know, you basically make it for, or you don't make it for free, but you basically don't have to pay rent. You only make your income to keep and to do whatever you want with it. Uh, but the better case scenario would be the passive income, which is above whatever your tenants pay you. And it's, is, and it's, uh, sorry, it's, uh, above what your mortgage is and, and your tenants are paying you the extra, which you then keep for free. Um, but the last thing I'm going to mention, and hopefully I can cut this by 30 minutes, but the last thing I'm going to mention is something that I'm actually going to be getting into. 
Uh, so this is kind of like a real world scenario for me right now. But, um, you know, online classes and, and teaching online is a very smart way to, to not only teach people, but also to make uh, a nice little side hustle slash business slash passive income stream. And inevitably what, inevitably what you could do, so if you're, like for me, I'm a guitar teacher. So inevitably what I'm gonna end up doing is I'm gonna make a set of videos that allow people to learn a part of guitar playing that is unique to me. Obviously it's gotta be practical, it's gotta be simple to learn, and it's gotta be, you know, it's gotta sound good. So I think I have that. Uh, at least as far as what I do when I play acoustic guitar and all that good stuff. And so my goal is to have a set of videos that are available to watch. And I would love to throw them up on YouTube or, or do things like that. But I've thought about it a lot and I've thought long and hard about the fact that it's just going to take so much time and energy that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to justify doing it unless I was actually going to make a return of income on it. Granted, I want to do videos for free for other reasons. Like, you know, Hey, these are the strings I like to buy. Like I'm not going to pay someone to, you know, know that that's not the point. But the point is, is if I have something that's valuable to other people to learn an actual, you know, instrument, and I think it's it's something that could be, you know, learned at scale. Like anyone can learn it from a 10-year-old who's just picked up his first guitar to a six-year-old who's been playing for 50 years. I think that's worth investing time and energy and making a high-quality video um, or high-quality high videos, I should say. And then, you know, having my own website, being able to have people log in, you know, pay for a certain portion of the class or the whole bundle or whatever. And the only thing that I have to do is obviously record all the videos, pay for any and all equipment to set it up, spend the time to write the curriculums. And then from there, um, set it all up, you know, do the web designing, you know, make the platform, set up the, the payment processes and all that stuff. And and make sure the accounts are, are maintained. And, you know, if people have any questions, they can contact us, all that good stuff. Customer service, number one. But then from there, it's inevitably going to just sit there. And the only thing I have to do then is promote it. And once it's promoted, then it's, it's going to just sit on this revolving stream of income. And anything above whatever the initial you know, thing I invested into it was, is going to be, is going to be money that I can use to inevitably pay myself back, pay my employees. And, you know, um, depending on how I incorporate, which is something we're also going to talk about in the future. But if I incorporate as an S corp, I pay myself a certain salary every month or every year, I should say, and everything else above that ends up being, you know, money that I can use however I want. So basically if I had a property and any money on top of what the mortgage is owed and what the tenants pay me, um, is free money. So it's the same concept, but with a 
product like online. So um, that's something that I'm I'm in the works of of kind of tackling. I've thought about it for years, and it's just I haven't I haven't found the right team uh, or the right brand to set it up yet. Uh, but uh, I think I think I'm on to it now. I think I've got it. I just you know trying to piece together the team and make sure that it's it's worth everyone's time and, and all that good stuff. So hey, if you're interested in that, let me know. Uh, would love to bounce ideas off you, even if you don't live in Southern California. So, but. Anyways, guys, this has been our What the Heck's Up With That Passive Income podcast. And I uh, hope it added some value to you. Hope it like, you know, kind of popped your cherry as far as, you know, getting this passive income thing figured out and what it really means and how it can apply to you and your life. But uh, please like and subscribe our podcast slash social media platform handles. Um, and then rate and review this podcast because without that, We won't know what you think. So make sure to add those stars, write those lines. We really appreciate everyone who listens to this podcast. And we just hope that you guys are doing well. You're having a great weekend. And you definitely are achieving your goals. You're happy. You're healthy. And uh, if your wellness isn't good please contact us. Let us know how we can help you just in conversation, text message, DM, uh, email, anything. doesn't matter. We just want to, you know, make sure you're good. So definitely hit us up and, uh, you know, let's, let's help you increase your quality of life. Uh, whether in, as an individual in your family or even in your business. So much love everybody. We will talk to you soon. Bye bye.